What's up, everybody? We are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast. So, quick things I wish to cover. Thank you to everybody that has pledged on Patreon. You're all getting very nice thank you cards and free copies of the past published books and forthcoming books as well. For the people that have left iTunes reviews, thank you very, very much. I would encourage everyone that enjoys the podcast to please leave a review if your heart so desires. And then finally, for those who have inquired, I do have a few books, novellas in the works right now. One of them is on cooking, this very thorough meta-analysis of how to cook and how to essentially just navigate your way in the kitchen if you are you know, absolutely uh, you know, retarded in regards to feeding yourself, as some people are. And then I also have the next edition of Essays on Health. This will be something of a standalone book that will be on focus, the subject of focusing and how to create intense focus and produce deep work. It will be short, but I think that will be very impactful. So, all that said, subject at hand, subject to talk about, neck training. So, neck training is one of those subjects that it's very niche, and it's really only relevant probably to a relatively small number of people, people that do combative and collision sports. But it also has a lot of widespread appeal. It is a subject that always intrigues people, especially men, in regards to you know how, neck training. I'd like to know how to train my neck. I'd like to know more about that. And you know, how do you train your neck? I've, I've gotten this question many, many times over the last few months since I've you know, developed an online media presence, and I decided let's finally answer this at length. And you know, to preface, neck training is not just a, it's not just a guy subject. Neck training applies to men and women. You know, for the simple reason, obvious being, super obvious reason being, your neck holds up your head. So why should you care about training your neck? It's what your head's attached to. Your neck is essentially like a limb. It's like a fifth limb, you could say. People take for granted as adults that your neck, it looks, you know, you look down, you look up, you look side to side. You can move your head around. That's a major, major physical ability. And your neck muscles are actually the first muscles in your body to ever develop or grow in the first place. For anyone that has kids or has an infant or has been, you know, held a baby, what do you have to do with an infant or a newborn or a little baby? You have to hold up its head. It can't hold up its head. You know, the human brain is so large that a newborn child cannot support its own brain, you know, so to speak. It needs support. Human beings are very, very vulnerable in that regard when they're born, when we are born. So the first muscles that we develop are our neck muscles. We are able to hold our head up and look around. And that's a profound evolutionary ability. Very, very profound. So your neck muscles, they support your cervical spine. So that that part of your spine that attaches to your head, that's your cervical spine. You have your atlas vertebra, and then you have, I believe, what, C1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 going down, I want to say. I may be totally fucking up the numbers on these. But you have your cervical vertebra, you have... You know, obviously your atlas vertebra at the base of your skull, then it attaches to your thoracic spine. And let's see, L5, 6, yeah, I think I got, yeah, I got that right. There's 5 and 5. Anyway, um, so your neck muscles support your head, and they do a lot of different movement. They do rotation, so you can turn your head side to side, obviously. You know, look at an animal that's quadrupedal, like a dog or a cat. For 
your dog to turn its head sideways, like it has to essentially shift its whole body. You can see it. It's almost comical when dogs, you know, turn their heads. They look sideways. Like there's, you know, it's, you, can, you can look up videos on YouTube of dog, you know, cocking their heads back and forth. Human beings, we don't have to shift our whole torso. We can just literally just glance sideways and we can see what's next to us. Again, we, we take our vision for granted. Human beings actually have the best vision out of any mammal aside uh, from... Actually, I think all of them. I think if I remember this correctly, and again, don't quote me on this. I do believe I do believe human beings actually have the best vision out of it. yeah any mammal. Um, the only animals that have better vision than humans would be birds of prey. So birds of prey have an incredibly phenomenal vision, uh, far beyond that of a human being. But you know, so whether they're number one, we are number two. So moving on from there, so you have. The factor of you know, your neck moves your head. You can look side to side. You can also look up and down. So you can see what's above you. You can see what's below you. You have essentially almost a 360 degree view of your environment. It makes a, it makes a circle. It makes a circle. So your neck's important. The muscles are important. Your neck does a lot. Your neck is vulnerable. Again, go back to babies. Baby can't support its head. A baby can have, suffer a very severe head injury, you know, dropping a baby on its head. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that, that's, that, that is very serious. You could kill a kid. Um, Jesus, there's seven cervical vertebra. <laughs> I, why had I, of course, I went to the, yeah, five, I don't know. Okay, I, there's 12, there's 12 thor thoracic and then five lumbar and seven cervical. Why did I screw up that number? I have no idea. Anyway, random aside. I don't know why that just suddenly clicked in my head. Um... So getting back to subject at hand, your neck your neck is very vulnerable. A child, you have to protect its head. You have to protect its neck. As an adult, I could kill you literally by hitting you in the neck. You know, if I leverage you know the the strike correctly, you can kill a person by kicking them or striking them in the neck. You can kill someone by applying pressure to the neck. You can apply an air choke or a blood pressure choke to the neck. You can stop blood flow to the blood flow to the brain. You can stop air to the lungs. That's a very classic take it take down classic you know submission principle in a lot of martial arts and submission fighting. You do it. You apply a choke. You see that in films where a guy snaps the guy's neck sideways. You can really do that to somebody. So the neck is highly vulnerable, highly highly vulnerable. So all that said, it's in your. It is worth your while to have a strong neck. So at one time, neck training was very popular in bodybuilding, and most people don't know this at all. Uh, you really don't hear about bodybuilders ever training their neck today, and truthfully speaking, at the elite level, most of them are, they're pretty much all on obscene doses of anabolic hormones. They're naturally very muscular guys. Definitely the physiques are very different today compared to 50, 60 years ago. So neck training isn't really a thing anymore, but at one time, back when guys were not on you know, 10 grams of in a box a week, yeah, they actually did train their neck. And the reason for this was a simple but compelling reason. The aesthetic then was that the idea you wanted was the idea that you wanted muscular balance in the body. So the aesthetic was proportion. The aesthetic was that beauty is proportionate and symmetrical and that it would not make sense to have a skinny neck and then have, you know, buff arms, a thick, you know, big chest. Uh, you know, muscular legs, you want all your limbs to be in proportion to one another. So guys train their neck. Yep. And neck training was a part of bodybuilding training. By the 1970s, that kind of fell out of favor, but for a long time, 
That was very standard, in fact, something most people don't know. In football as well, actually, again, 1950s, 19, well, 1960s, 1970s, football players adopted, so to speak, what bodybuilders were doing. And training your neck was part of the training. And it's very ironic because today we talk about, you know, concussion in sports, concussion in football, concussions in combat sports. A lot of these athletes don't train their neck. And, you know, some do, but a lot don't. And it's become very in vogue now to, you know, talk about concussions. Obviously, it's a hot topic subject. Well, how do you help prevent concussions? You got stronger neck. You, you can't prevent them completely, but if you're talking about people being able to sustain impact with the head, your head's attached to your neck, so you need to train the neck. You need to do direct neck training. And this is a very well-established practice in martial arts. Pretty much any systemized combat system, combative system in the world, you do neck training. And a weak neck, that, that doesn't serve you well if you're getting punched, kicked, you know, uh, head-butted, you know, grappled, what have you. You need to have a strong neck for all these things. It protects you, allows you to you know, spar back and forth in your mark back and forth in your opponent. A strong neck if you're in a clinch in Muay Thai that allows you to push a guy sideways. That allows you to resist force. That allows you to fight being choked out. Makes you more resistant to punches, obviously. So all all martial arts, pretty much any standardized martial art that has a tradition of training, yes, neck training is an absolutely crucial part of that. And you know, I'm just thinking ahead too in a college athletics right now, neck training's become very popular the last, you know, again, 10 years or so. And there's there's actually a number of devices that have come back in favor of four-way neck machine. There's one called, I want to say like the Iron I think it's Iron Neck. I just saw this product recently. This is not an endorsement at all. I, I've never used it, but I just saw it advertised online. But it's uh, essentially like, it's a, like a very high-tech neck harness, which you can attach to a cable machine, and it allows you to do rotational movement. It, it, the thing was, pre, it was pretty bulky. I saw it. It looks like you have like a, like a UFO saucer attached to your head. But um, apparently it's been used at a few universities with really great effects to help prevent, prevent concussions. So to reiterate the point, neck training protects your head. So training your neck. Your neck is part of the yoke. The yoke is your trapezius, upper back. All these things, all these all these muscles, you know, those three muscles, you know, as a trifecta, they form the yoke. Guys, if you have a thick yoke, if you have a big yoke, if you ever see a guy, he's got well-developed traps, upper back muscle, a strong-looking muscular neck. Humans, biologically, you know, intuitively, what I call biological intuition, we know that when you see a guy that has a strong yoke, upper body that way, you probably don't want to fuck with that person. You know, why do we think that? Well, because you, it's, again, you don't have to know anything about weightlifting. You don't have to know anything about fighting at all. But if you see a guy and like, wow, that guy's neck is really muscular. God damn, he has big traps. Jesus, his shoulders are pretty sizable. I don't think he's going to be very easy to attack or kill. And it would also imply that he looks like he could probably apply some physical force and, you know, hurt somebody if you want to. These things are not... Social conditioning, by any means, you know, biology is not social conditioning. Biology is as true as you're going to get, and having a yoke that makes you look powerful, flat out. So, training the neck. I've been talking a lot about you know all this context. How do you actually train the neck? So it goes back to those four things. You got flexion, extension, lateral flexion, rotation. If you want a all-around strong neck, you got to do all of them. And doing that is is pretty basic. So there's two really primary ways. 
And I'll start off with body weight stuff since that's the most accessible and that's where I would suggest everyone start with. So if you want to start training your head, train, train your neck, I'm sorry, train your neck, head nods. So this is a staple in a lot of, again, a lot of martial arts. Head nods, you lie down on a mat or you lie down on a bench. Like when I do these, I hang my head off the edge of a bench. You do head nods, you, you do flexion. You start by tucking your chin all the way to your chest. Do that, you know, for sets of 20 to 50. Only takes about maybe two, three sets at most. So that's flexion. Then you do rotation. So you turn your head to the right, turn your head to the left. Again, you do that 20, 40, you know, maybe up to 50 times. Just start with, you know, I would suggest you, know, most people can do at least 20 reps the first time. Start with 20. You're turning your head side to side. And then you can also do extension. So this requires, you can, again, lie down on your chest, flat on your chest. You can lie down prone on a mat, or you could lie down prone on a bench. You hang your head off. You bend your head backwards. So you go to extension. You look up. You do that, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, maybe two sets. And that's the basics of starting neck training. Now, why the high reps? Your neck is almost entirely, your, your neck is pretty much only slow twitch muscle fiber. So your neck can definitely move fast, like you can turn your head very quick to the side, but these muscles are designed for endurance. Obviously, you don't want your neck getting tired. Imagine if you woke up and within an hour your neck was tired from holding your head up. The neck is meant for literally all day long, in, you know, like as you say, like high threshold endurance work, if you want to put it that way. Your neck is meant to never tire out, really. So you, your neck muscles are best trained according to their functionality, which is repetition, which is time. So you do high reps when you train neck. Never, ever, ever do low reps in neck training. I very rarely ever give out rules about training. Do not ever do low reps with neck training. There is no such thing as a one rep max or a five rep max or a 10 rep max with neck training. You are asking for a very severe injury or a, a, you know, a slip disc. Or, you know, I mean, potentially that could, that could even kill you if you were stupid about it. Do not train lower reps in the neck. I never would suggest going below 15 reps, 20 reps even, is the minimum number for any kind of weighted neck activity. So you start with those head nods. That's the first level. So let's say you're doing those, and that might be all that it takes. You might not have to do anything else. The next thing you could do is a neck bridge. So this is also called a wrestler's bridge. There's two versions of this. This is an anti flexion and anti-extension movement. You can lie on your back into, into a supine position and you can bridge up on top of your head. You're going to have to put your hands down for this and this requires some decent mobility. So don't just go into doing this if you've never done it before. Again, you could really hurt your neck and a neck strain can take a few weeks to heal. Like it, it is painful. So you could do a neck bridge. You could also do, a, I'm not sure if there's an official name for this. I've heard different names. But you could do what I used to call a forehead bridge where you, again, a padded floor, a mat, you bridge up onto your forehead, and you just hold that position. And you can actually do a lot of different kinds of ab work from this position, but that's the basic. Those are the two basic versions. You do you know, a front bridge or a neck bridge. 30 seconds, 60 seconds, use your hands to support yourself, build up to doing, you know, doing it for time. And then if you really get strong at it, you could even you know, maybe add in some weight for extra resistance. But remember, this is, this is an isometric activity predominantly. You can do head rolls where you, you know, neck, neck bridge up, neck bridge down, you know, front, you know, forehead bridge up, forehead bridge down, but that, that's more advanced. So just start off with the isometric version first. From there, you got weighted neck work. So 
you may have seen this. This is you know very classical in a lot of times, uh, like boxing films. A neck harness. So very rarely seen in any. I've, I've pretty much been the only person I've ever seen train neck in every gym I've ever been at. But whatever. So I have a spud harness. It's I've had it for five years now. It works freaking great. You put plates on and you do the head nods. Weighted. Again, maybe 15 reps is as low as I'll go with this. You put a 10-pound plate, 25-pound plate. It doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't have to be a ton of weight. You nod your head up and down. And that will build up a lot of muscle in the cervical spine. And that, that's extension work. So, so to differentiate, if you are a boxer, you're a fighter, you're someone that you know, does any kind of combatives listening to this, what kind of training should you be focusing, focusing on? You actually want to do anti-flexion anti-extension work. So meaning nodding your head, like doing weighted neck harness work, yes, that helps build a strong neck. But think about when you get punched in the face. You want to keep your head from getting snapped back. So that movement of getting your head stronger at extending your neck, that's only one aspect of it. What you really need to be focusing on is flexion, anti-flexion of the neck. So keeping your, or I'm sorry, anti-extension. So not working on extension, but working on anti-extension, keeping your head from going into extension. So that's that's flexional work is what I meant to say. So you need to be doing those chin tucks of the chest. You need to be doing some weighted work, some weighted, you know, head nods, some weighted t- chin tucks. You know, take a towel, put it across a plate, tuck your chin to the chest. You need to be doing the, the forehead bridges. All those will get your neck muscles stronger in the front. You know, the sternocleidomastoid muscle that attaches your jaw to your... Uh, your, uh, your, okay, this is totally escaping right now. Your clavicle, there we go. You're that attaches your jaw to your clavicle. You know, your clavicle, your sternocleidomastoid, meaning, you know, that, that joint basically where those two little ridges are in your neck, those two bones, where your clavicle and your sternum meet, that's where your neck muscles attach. So you need to get those muscles stronger, the ones that anchor your head down. That will keep your head from being snapped back if you get hit in the head, kicked in the head, you know, a strike to the head. Also, you know, if you're a wrestler and you're, you're going head to head literally with a guy, that keeps him from pushing your head back and controlling your center line and body weight and momentum. So, side note. But anyway, going back to it. So you got your neck harness. So that works. Extension. For anti-extension, another movement you can use works great. And also anti-lateral flexion as well, keeping your head from getting snapped sideways. Walk talls. So you're going to have to use the video to really understand this movement. But all it is... You put a strap around your head, attached to a cable or a band. You walk forwards. That works the front of the neck. Your head's, you know, you're fighting, getting your head pulled back. You can walk backwards. That works the back of the neck. You can walk sideways, and that works the sides of the neck. Great movement, and that is something that you can easily do with just like an ab strap or a a dip belt, um, a chimp belt. You know, so it's something that's padded that you can wrap around your head, and that can be done in any gym. It works great with a cable attachment. So you got that option. And then the last thing, you know, with direct neck work, if you have a neck machine, I've been to, let me think about this, I've been to one gym in the last two years, I've been to two gyms total in the time I've been going to gyms that had a neck machine, not, not counting like the hardcore places I've been to that were, you know, privately operated, been to two, you know, big gyms, so to speak, that had a neck machine. It is a very uncommon piece of equipment. If you find one, they work great, but it's unlikely that you're going to find one if you have a membership to like Nelly Fitness, 24-Hour Fitness, you know, EOS, Gold, what have you. But, you know, if you do come across one, by all means, take advantage of it. So that's direct neck training. What else can you do for neck training? Well, you have non-direct neck work. So this is just stuff like shrugs. 
would be the, the primary exercise. Shrugs work great. They build up to the traps. So just doing shrugs could be you know, a neck builder for you. You also have deadlifts. So not direct neck work, but obviously you have to you know hold your stabilize your head and the deadlifts definitely work the traps. And then you have upper back rows. Upper back rows, it's, again, it's not directly training the neck, but it's going to work some of the muscles. So you have those movements. I would recommend shrugs to most people. So if you're doing the body weight work with the, with you know, your neck nods, your, your head nods, your, your head extensions, and you add in shrugs, you're going to build some neck muscle pretty quick. My favorite formula for shrugs, I, I just I don't think there's anything really that works better than this. I've used it on a lot of people. Four sets, 12 to 15 reps. Meadows shrugs, meaning you shrug the dumbbells up, hold them for three seconds, back down, back up again. That will put trapezius muscle on a freaking skeleton. Works phenomenally well. You can use straps if you want to use straps. You know, it doesn't have to be done with heavy weight. You know, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds for most guys. If you're a big guy, yeah, you could grab the hundies. But we're building muscle, and again, the neck muscles are not about how heavy you can you know, load up your neck. It's about, you know, really endurance. If you want to build hypertrophy, it's an endurance muscle. So train it appropriately according to its function. Aside from that, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other, you know, random neck exercises. You might have neck harnesses that you can attach to barbells. I've seen some pretty wacky stuff people do. But overall, if you're doing, like I said, the bodyweight work with the, you know, the head nods and the, the twists and the uh, extensions, the rotations, you're doing some shrugs, maybe you get a neck harness. Your neck actually, you'll 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 find it hypertrophies pretty fast. The neck, interestingly enough, it's because perhaps it is a very vulnerable area. Your body will put down muscle tissue really quick, so you you can get your neck you know, a lot more muscular within a few months. You, you'll you'll notice changes in a few weeks if you start training your neck. So do all that, and then you know, final thoughts. Yeah, I, I guess in regards to training frequency, oh, I I didn't yep did not answer that question. How often should I train my neck? I would say start twice a week. Shrugs, head nods, rotations, turns. Start twice a week. Maybe work up to three times. If you really want to make it go fast, you could do it every day, but you'd only be doing like two sets a day training, you know, four or five days a week. You can do that, or two days out of the week, you know, maybe four total sets for neck. It doesn't take a lot, guys. So don't, you know, don't think you have to have a neck workout. Five minutes max it should take you to train your neck, really. It does not take a lot. So that's neck training for you guys. You got any questions, comments, have any ideas that you want me to expand upon in regards to that topic or just any other topics in general, drop me a line, sign up at the website. For those of you who have not signed up, alexanderjuanantoniocortez.com. That has the email list and that has access to all of the content I produce way ahead of time. So get on the list. With that said, I'll say good night and good luck. Talk to you guys again.